You can't just make up what love is on your own. We hurt people when we do that. Howdy, folks. Welcome to The Virtue Signal. I'm Alfonso Rachel with my buddy Bill Whittle. You know how we do, man. Uh, we're, we're, our, our objective is to set the record straight or help set the record straight concerning virtue. So, um, you know, virtue is in control or the idea of virtue is in control by perverts. And uh, this is going to fall in line with uh, what we're going to be talking about today, which is going to be um, <sighs> hashtag uh, respect for marriage act. Hmm. Oh, man. OK, so. Now, I think they throw these words around rather, rather flippantly, uh, um, Bill, uh, in terms of respect for marriage. Uh, if you were going to respect marriage, leave it alone, you know, as as in marriage between one man, one woman. And um, so, man, I, t I tell you what, Bill, it's no surprise to me that this was passed. And, and with some was what was it, 12 Republicans, 12 Republicans uh, supported this. And um, now considering the uh, the country is is uh we got a lot of job losses, got a lot of lives lost, right? Uh, we got supply shortages, uh, we got homelessness growing, uh, we got high gas prices. I mean, you name it, man. We got all this stuff, and it looks pretty apparent that that a lot of America enjoys being sodomized. So it doesn't surprise me that the Respect for Marriage Act is is now a thing. Um, explain explain to. It just by explain mostly for my benefit the essence of what that of what that legislation says. The, the the Respect for Marriage Act is basically that we have to recognize it's this it's 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 federally uh, recognizing the um uh, the institution of same sex marriage. Okay. So, but 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 that's that's not even so much my cons uh, uh, my main concern about it. My concern about it is is what else they dragged into it to push it. But on its face, though, I just kind of wanted to get your you know your take on um, you know what the implications of that are. The 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 this uh, this this bringing in the the uh, the respect respect for marriage act. Um, it's been about what is it eight ten years now, eight or ten years ago when the thing was really a hot issue in terms of whether or not uh, gay people could be legally married in the country, right? Uh, and that ship has sailed. Uh, me saying that ship has sailed is not saying I necessarily agree with it. It just means the ship has sailed. Uh, so with that said, what everybody who opposed the idea, let me rephrase that. Everybody who said the definition of marriage is is a man and a woman. That's the definition of it. And to open up the definition of it is to deprive the word of its meaning. If you want to have a legalized gay relationship, then come up with some other word than marriage, because this is what marriage means, right? Husband and wife, not a husband, husband, wife, wife. That was the entire argument. And And what the people who were opposing gay marriage said was, if this becomes... If this becomes an institution on a par with what we consider to be traditional marriage, then not only does it uh, dilute traditional marriage, and it, it will also open the door to any number of other pathologies. And the people who were opposed to gay marriage at the time were uh, brutally mocked for that position. Well, turns out, looks like they were right. We're at the point now 
were the people who were fighting the most in favor of gay marriage seven, eight, ten years ago, whatever it was. Many of them now are the ones who are speaking out the loudest about what this trans movement is doing to the country. Right. There's a large and growing pushback from the gay, gay, gay and lesbian community. Who whose sexual identity is pretty clear, they just want to they just want to, you know, marry people of their own sex. There's a great deal of pushback on how far the trans movement is pushing people's buttons and, and how uh, logically inconsistent it is and, and how aggressive it is, you know, how virulent it is as a as a philosophy. So. Anytime I hear legislation that has anything to do with anything other than the law, I'm, I'm against it. Any legislation that has to do with uh, uh, codifying the way you feel about something uh-huh. is anathema to me. And it's an anathema to, to a free country. When the, when the gay marriage issue was at its hottest and I was doing the virtual presidency thing, so it was a, almost a year, decade ago. I said, look, here's my opinion on it speaking as your virtual presidency. I've consulted the Constitution to see what it said about gay marriage, and it doesn't have anything to say about gay marriage. What's interesting is it doesn't have anything to say about straight marriage either. Right? So what that's telling me is, is that this, these social, these changing social mores have nothing to do with the law. Uh-huh. The Constitution doesn't ban or allow gay marriage. The Constitution doesn't ban or allow straight marriage. The Constitution's got nothing to say about abortion. The Constitution's got nothing to say about being offended. It's got nothing to say about hate speech. It just says free speech, right? So so in the end, there's a lot of times in life, you know, where where we have a conflict of, it's not a conflict of interests. It's a conflict of, um, Preference, maybe. I agree. I, I agree with the position that that marriage was between a man and a woman, right? And that's and that's one of my beliefs. At the same time, I have a belief that in a free country, no one should be able to tell me what to do with my life unless it actually harms somebody else. And so these two values are in conflict with each other, and you have to find a way to square them. And the way that I came to the conclusion I came to, this isn't for everybody. The nice thing about a free country is we're allowed to disagree on this. But what the but the conclusion that I came to is that having the law involved in marriage in the first place is a gigantic mistake. Mm-hmm. The entire idea of getting a marriage license was proposed by Democrats in the South to prevent interracial marriages and so on, right? Mm-hmm. The law used to have nothing to do with marriage. That was something you did at a church. You didn't have to get a, you didn't have to get permission from the government to get married. You didn't have to go get a marriage license. Some bureaucrat someplace is giving you permission to, to marry. No, no. So the only position I could take on that that I thought was uh, – not only intellectually consistent, but also morally honest was if you really do believe that in a free country, you should be left alone unless you're harming other people, then it doesn't really matter whether I approve of this or not. Uh, The danger, the danger, and this is what applies to the act that you're just talking about. The danger is when people take, when our opponents take that, uh, I don't want to even call it tolerance, just that this is the philosophy. Uh, when they take that and 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 use it to continue and continue and continue. So basically, 
the, the problem that most people have with the trans movement is most people are not like, I think transgender people ought to be banned or shipped off the camps or should be illegal. I don't know anybody who's actually saying that. Some people I'm sure believe it. But when the state is using the power of the law to tell you, no, you not only have to tolerate this, you have to agree to it. You have to accept it. You have to celebrate it. And if you don't, there will be legal consequences. That is the worst form of, of totalitarianism. Whenever the law gets involved with your opinions and jumps out of the little box, you know, I've said it many times, like, I, I'm not against the government. I'm not against the idea of government. I just want our federal government to fit in the box that it came in, mm -hmm. right? It's pretty simple, really. It, the reason that things are so miserable now is that, is that politics, meaning coercion law, is invading areas of our lives that never had anything to do with. So, so uh, of course, I'm against the uh, the um, this uh, respect for marriage act. I'm against I'm against the legalization of gay marriage, and I'm and I'm against all of this stuff because I don't think the government's got any business in this at all, right? Mm -hmm. And and that's the only consistent viewpoint I can kind of come to in a world of conflicting values and things like that. Now. By now, here's the thing. This is where liberals are playing the whole gotcha thing because this was a trap, right? Because when you're saying that I'm against the uh, uh, Respect for Marriage Act, then that means that you're also against interracial marriage because if they bake that into it. I want to get to that in a bit. That's one of the is, is, this is the issue that I have with it, right? So now, um, concerning the Constitution and what it says and what it doesn't say, you know, yeah, that's where you have these liberals taking liberties. And they're going to insert things in the Constitution, right? Uh, you know where they think it should be, or you know, omit things where they think that it shouldn't be. And you know, the thing is, the founding fathers, you know, I don't think they were idiots. And it's not like gay marriage isn't something that never occurred to them, right? These people, they 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 were God fearing people. They had read this thing called the Bible. You know, there's a lot of Constitution mm -hmm. is based on it. They read it. They know where that stuff goes. Whether it's uh, uh, gay marriage or the homosexual lifestyle, abortion, right? Uh, guns, you know, it's like it cracks me up, man. Bill, they'd be like, well, they 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 couldn't they couldn't conceive of anything beyond the musket. It's like, hey, the musket was the deadliest weapon in the world. But but not only but not only that, Bill, and that's what the government were using against them. But the thing is, in, in warfare, there's one there's one word that is highly tied to warfare, man, and that's innovation. <laughs> you're, always, uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. you're always going to be thinking sure. of better ways to deploy yeah. a weapon. Yeah, and the and the Second Amendment doesn't say you shall have the keep the right to keep and bear muskets, <laughs> right? Th this is the thing about the Constitution is is that everybody, rightfully so, admires the ideas, not the ideals, mm. but the but the practical solution to practical issues based on those ideals. But nobody really appreciates the work that was done by the Committee on Style. That that made these fairly abstract concepts into into very simple sentences mm. that could be understood by everybody because it was going to the people mm. and did it without any ambiguity, mm. right? So they didn't say keep and bear muskets. Mm. 
Yeah. They were well aware of the fact that weaponry could change. And furthermore, they uh, they clearly didn't have a problem with somebody on their own cannon either. Mm. Right. So they didn't say you can keep and bear muskets, cannons, swords, sharp knives, pointy sticks. They didn't they, they, they didn't say that. They said arms mm-hmm. because that's the essence of the issue. Do you have the right to defend yourself? So back to back to this issue. Uh, when you say they, that the founding fathers considered the idea of gay marriage, I don't think it ever crossed their minds. I really don't. I mean, it, it, it was so socially unacceptable that it was I, I, I just personally let me rephrase that. I don't think gay marriage was a subject that ever once came up ever in the Constitutional Convention because it was taken as read. Right. Mm. That this is that this is an abomination. That's that's what the religious beliefs of the time were saying. Mm. But the wisdom of the Constitution and the founding fathers was that they were very, very specific about the power of the government and very intentionally not specific about those rights reserved to the people. Indeed. And like I said, it's I think, um, as you alluded to earlier, it's just the point of it's not even a conversation, whether it's gay marriage or conventional marriage. It isn't a conversation for government to begin with, unless you've actually done something to your spouse that is actually against the law, that's when the government gets Yeah, involved. but that's got nothing to do with marriage. That's right. that's just plain assault or, or murder Thank or you. rape or whatever the case may be. Yeah, so so in that, but you know, even in terms of like things like uh, whether it's abortion, I mean, we already have that, well, you can't deprive a person of their right, you know, to live without due process of law. You know, it's like we're endowed by our creator with certain creation, we're all created equal. You know? It's an interesting point you make, by the way, because while I've just finished saying that the Constitution has nothing to say about any kind of marriage and therefore should should leave it alone, uh. it does clearly say that you have a right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Well, that's obviously in the Declaration of Independence, but that yeah. but that value is upheld. Right, yeah, is is not only upheld because it's in the Declaration. That those three values were values in the Declaration of Independence. The Declaration of Independence was the why. The Constitution was the how. Mm. And and yeah, so so that's not up for discussion. There's no question about where where the founders would have been on that one. Indeed, right? Now, so, you know, with with this so-called Respect for for Marriage Act, um, the irony is, and, you know, we've talked about this before, but unfortunately, I'm bringing it up again because here we are again. You know, doing this, going around in circles with this. And I try to tell, you know, my our liberal friends and, you know, our liberal friends in the black community, don't you think it's kind of funny that you have the black community that laments about how America has emasculated the black man, right? Mm-hmm. Yet you're loyal to a party that throws parades for the forfeiture of manhood mm-hmm. or womanhood for that matter. Right now, just as you had mentioned earlier uh, about, you know, licenses, man, I tell you what, the, the worst thing I, I always say, man, the worst thing about my wife and I's marriage is the fact that we had to get a license for it. Yeah. Right. And and the thing is, um, the the anti-miscegenation laws. That That's you, right. You had to, those that was Democrat institu- written laws that were there to prevent the freedom that that the Civil War and the 13th Amendment so, passed by Republicans, gave blacks in the South, right? Yes. Gave them freedom. And so the Democrats had to find a way to limit those freedoms on a, on a non-federal level. Mm. So they basically came up with this idea that in order for you to be married, you have to get the permission of the state. Mm. And, um, and uh, we don't like the idea of black people marrying white people. So we're going to deprive you of that freedom that was never enumerated in the Constitution because it shouldn't have anything to do with law in the first place. That's right. That's right. And so the irony is is that you have 
Democrats who have used the plight that they imposed on blacks in the first place. Right. To use that to gain sympathy votes for gay marriage. And now homosexuals want licenses. The things that Democrats were denying blacks in the first place as they use their plight. So, you know, and this was this was the whole Respect for Marriage Act. It's like to the gay community. It wasn't even about you. All, all you have become now is, is more ballot cattle. You have become more of a voter stock. Of for- course, it's, 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 a vote, it's a vote generating publicity stunt. Yes, that's all it is. It's like these, you know, these people just don't realize that they're being used. And, you know, it's like, what, what do you, what do you, sometimes, you know, you just feel like, man, why do I even bother? You know, I mean, I'm pretty sure you, you, you catch yourself feeling that way, you know, sometimes too. And, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm just at this place. Well, I recover. But, you know, you get to where it's like, man, what? Uh, why do I even bother with this? You know, because you're trying to tell these people and, and the thing that it, it ends up happening is that they accuse you of hating them or mm-hmm. whether it's, it's or like uh, you either hate black people, mm-hmm. you hate your own people, uh, you, you, you're a homophobe, you hate homosexuals. Like, look, uh, just keep dividing them up. Right. Yeah. So yeah. now the trans people are at war with the feminists. Uh, the, the far left trans people are at war with the far left feminists because these divisions have to continually be made so that everybody's in a perpetual state of anger. Yes, yes. And, you know, and of course, that's the whole thing about the Democrat Party. Divide and conquer. Right. Mm-hmm. Divide and control. You know, and, and, and even with the, the, their, their narrative doesn't even add up. I think a little while ago, um, you know, you had um, the homosexuals wanted to part ways with, with the, the transgender people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really see much of a difference, but I'm, you know, they, they have their nuances, but it, it doesn't make any sense. Well, homosexuality, at least homosexuality is a moral issue, but they're not, but they're not in, they're not only not openly defying biology, they're not demanding that you accept the violation of biology. The trans movement wants you, needs you and insists that you believe that a man become a woman and a woman become a man, right? Mm. That's not just a moral choice. That is a scientific issue. Yes. And they are and they are determined to make everybody accept something that is so obvious. In fact, it's hard to imagine anything that's more obvious than than this scientific fact that there are two sexes, right? So at the so the, at the very least, the, the the gay movement and the lesbian movement doesn't require me to alter my view of reality. It it may it may either offend me or not offend me on a on a moral basis, but it's not demanding that I completely invalidate everything I know to be true. You just may not like it. Well, I, and of course, it comes in degrees because if they're wanting to redefine marriage, then they are wanting to redefine a reality. Uh, nature doesn't recognize gay marriage. Nature, at its core, doesn't recognize it. And we knew that you know once this happens, it's going to open up the floodgates. And of course, now the, and, and, and the con and the contradiction was going to come out because the homosexuals will tell you, um, you know, well, we can't change what we are. And so, like, but you guys are allied with the transgender movement and their whole objective is to change this what they is are. Where the, this is where the fault line lies. Yeah. And I think that's probably why they started to separate. It's like, oh, I think they really caught us on that one. So but these things, you know, the, the Democrats, you know, they have engineered this stuff. They, they, they've used. You know, the, 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 the black community, the, the black community is like the uh, is 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 the fulcrum upon which they. Well, it's it's the whole weapon as it is. It's the main weapon that the Democrats have and everything that they want to push. They use blacks for it. 
So now you can't just say, look, I'm, I'm, I oppose gay marriage, not out of hate or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It's not about hate. It's, it's really science. There's biology, there's physiology to it. Nature does not recognize it. You cannot perpetuate the species with it. It's just not going to happen. So, and once you, and when you do that, it's a feedback loop as in it contributes to societal decline and it's a symptom of societal decline. It's, it's, it's just, it's just back and forth. And so, and unfortunately to make this happen, they used the black community to make these things happen. Because that is the third rail of American politics, right? That's the one thing that you can't touch. Yes, yes. And it takes more than a political victory, you know, to, 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 you know, to, to, to make this thing official. It has to be addressed culturally. And a lot of times, you know, you know, with, with Republicans, they're told you need to stay away from these issues. Stay away from the issue of abortion or stay away from the, uh, or same sex marriage or, you know, uh, or, or faith or anything like that. And I'm like, well, then we don't, we can't sharpen each other up on these things. Yeah. And the thing is, we don't have to bring it up. We don't have to bring it up, folks. Democrats are going to bring it up for us. Yeah. Let me say something. It's really important that I add this because I don't want people thinking I've gone all wobbly on this. And it's not a question of, of, you know, me wanting to be popular. It's just a question of me wanting to be understood. When I say that the Constitution doesn't say anything about gay marriage or straight marriage, that doesn't mean I don't have an opinion on this. And furthermore, the one thing that the, that is not actually in the Constitution but was said about the Constitution is that our system of government is only suited to a moral people, to a moral and religious people. It is absolutely unworkable without that fundamental precept, right? So... That, that's the truest thing that's ever been said about this form of government. If you're going to leave people alone, it's because they have to have some internal governance on their on their behavior, on their urges and their impulses and sins and so on. And if people are virtuous, uh -huh. then we can leave them alone. And if they're not, then we have to have more and more laws and all the rest of it. What they're trying to do now is they're trying to coerce your opinion. They're trying to make a legal standard for your opinion. They're trying to say you will accept this or else, you know, now, now the government's involved. Now the law's involved. Mm -hmm. so, the, so when I say that, that, that the Constitution and the law has nothing to do with the issue, that's not, what I'm, that's not saying that I don't think there's anything to do with or about the issue. What I'm saying is it's the fight is not, it's not a government fight. It's not a legal fight. This is a moral fight. And the one thing that is most alarming about all of the things we've seen as a result of, of this is that it has been a very valuable weapon to further erode and eventually destroy the concept of the of the nuclear family. The mm -hmm. We call it the traditional family, but it's important for people to understand that if you look at human history, one man, one woman married with, with kids, that's not how things have always been. You know, tribal arrangements are, are uh, polygamous. Uh, and, and once you get into empires and all of that, all of that stuff, then you've got, you know, um, Amirs and, and, and guys with harems with a thousand young women in it and stuff. You've got you've got these relationships where you know you've got the powerful male and you've got these males that are you know they're not even in the game. All of this stuff. This 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 man and woman together. I'm not saying it's an invention because it's it's obviously biblical, but it is in terms of implementation in the world relatively new, relatively new, and the success of this has been astronomical. And and the the Marxists that are making up the Democratic Party, or at least their philosophy, are fully aware 
that the United States of America as an idea is the one thing that stands in the way of their dominating everybody in the world, and that the one thing that makes the United States of America such a dangerous opponent is because of the fundamental belief in the American family. It, the American blood is thicker than water, and it's also thicker than politics. And and if you've got a strong family, this is why the whole thing is, is such a hot issue. If you've got a strong family, right, you will create strong children. And strong children who are who are sure of themselves and who have a father and a mother, learn respect, learn discipline, learn to control themselves, learn history and all the rest of it. Those people are hard to subjugate. But but one of the things you see constantly in left-wing politics is the idea that there should be no families at all, that the state should raise the kids. They openly say this in most cases because they look at the next generation as programmable bots that will be part of the uh, march towards socialist paradise. And, and to be perfectly honest with you, that's what a child is. It is a programmable bot. It is during the first four, five, six years of a, of a, of a human's life, they are learning machines. They have no critical, they have no critical facilities. Everything that they see or that they are told is true is true, which is why Santa Claus can, can slide down chimneys at nighttime. Right. And, and nobody, certainly not me wants to disabuse them of, of this clear, clear fact, but, but the family, is what stands in the way of the government because the family is a is a tighter bond than the government and as long as that stands then the damage they can do through legislation and 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 all the propaganda and all the rest is limited by the fact that in a in a traditional family a son should you know I mean this is how it's supposed to work right this is how it's supposed to work you you've got a a daughter and a son, and the daughter is is in you know fit. She's in you know eleventh grade, and the daughter comes home and says, "I had a teacher today told me that all white people are evil, and I feel guilty about being a white person." Then the family can stand in there and talk about this thing and and inoculate them against that mm-hmm. poisonous philosophy. But if you don't have that family, then children and and teenagers being so trusting because that's what they have to do in order to learn. Then it takes hold. So, so all of this to say that things like the Respect for Marriage uh, Act, as it's written, is basically coercing you to accept something that largely destroys the institution of marriage. And, and it's intended to do that because that institution of marriage in a nuclear family is the best bulwark against what they're trying to do. Definitely. And even whether, uh, uh, and that's heavy, man. You know, they want to redefine uh, marriage and, of course, redefine what the family is. You know, you can have two fathers, you can have, you know, two mothers. And this flies in the face of the Ten Commandments where it says honor your father and mother. It doesn't say honor your right. father and father. And, you know, so, so it's an affront to that. And now it, it, I'm going to I'm going to uh, probably get in some trouble with some folks. But there is a contention that I have or a reservation I have about the wording in, in the Constitution and where the founders were coming from. And I'm pretty sure that they, they had a specific intent with, with this and they were very careful. You know, when it, when we talk about a religious immoral people, uh, or, or when we talk about, uh, free religious exercise, um, see, here's the thing. And this is why I've all, I always say I'm not a religious person mm-hmm. because the thing about a religion is you can make a religion anything you want it to be. That's right? essentially the difference between a republic and a democracy, right? Absolutely. You know, it's a republic is committed to principles and a democracy. You can vote your principles away. Thank That's you. That's religion can do the same thing. A religion can do the same thing. So, and, and when it comes to, uh, transgenderism, that is a religion all itself. I mean, no environmentalism, question. all that sort of stuff. It's, it's a religion. And if you don't, you know, uh, uh, pay homage to this religion, you're going to pay some penalties. Right. Um, but 
you you have to have without you know you 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 got to pour your faith into this idea that you're something else and you're going to make a blood sacrifice to make it happen right so and you're going to take potions and all that sort of stuff to transform yourself this is this is like i said before this is witchcraft this is a religion so mm-hmm. you know when we talk about this being a religious and moral people once again moral according to what Moral according to what religion? Religious well, according they, to what? Well, they, they, clearly, in this case, they're talking about Christianity. That, that it was a Christian nation founded by Christians. The idea that that Christianity itself would be questioned was was mm-hmm. beyond their belief. Right? When they say yes. it, when they say it's based on a, a on a religious and moral people, they're obviously talking about Christian morality because that's all there were in America. Yes, and, and, and so I'm glad I'm glad you brought that home like that, man. Because see, as I mentioned earlier. The founding, they were very careful in how they did this because we're not supposed to be a theocracy. We weren't meant to be a theocracy. You they understood come, the danger of that. Right. They had just escaped from mm-hmm. England where there had been, got four or 500 years of, of bloody, bloody, bloody murders back and forth across all of Europe because the Catholics say one thing, the Protestants say the other. There's a Protestant queen, now we kill all the Catholics. Now there's a Catholic queen, we kill all the Protestants. Mm-hmm. They understood that this is a personal issue that has nothing to do with state authority, but... The idea that that you would have a population that has no moral core at all, mm-hmm. I don't think really entered their minds. Or if it did, if it did, then they judged it to be less of a risk than mandated state religion. Indeed, you know, and, it's, and, and the thing is, you don't want to make it a law. You don't come to the Lord by precisely. Law, you That's know? right. But, and I mean. It, it, we can go all day in terms of like, you know, what it was in the Old Testament and New Testament. And Jesus, the same person in both books, he's the same person. But right. you have to understand in total, the law amounted to love. It's like, look, what's the first commandment? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind and strength. Love your neighbor. Second is love your neighbor as yourself. And that's very important because you have people like this, whether it's the the, the, the homosexuals, trans movement. These are things that they like to throw in people's face. They'll say, well, doesn't your words say that you're supposed to love your neighbor as you would yourself? It's like, yeah, but you guys always leave out the first part. Mm-hmm. You leave out love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind and strength, which means that love has to be squared. for So you can't just make up what love is on your own. We hurt people when we do that. Right. It's like you, you want to decide what love is and decide what love is winning. When when your love wins, a lot of people lose. You know, so you know, these founding fathers, they were very careful in how they did that. They didn't want to impose a theocracy or make people, you know, uh, believe, you know, these religious things. And we have and I'm saying this, folks, is because that's what these people are accusing us of. They're accusing right. us of, 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 of trying to be a theocracy right. or trying to impose our religion. When in fact, when in fact they're the ones that are that are creating laws for their for their religious beliefs. That's it. Well, yeah, they're, 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 and their religious belief is secular humanism. Absolutely. Absolutely. And okay. and the and so what the what the constitution is essentially is a how-to manual on how to create a society that is made for virtuous people. And and you can essentially sum up. Our vision of what government, not even what government, our vision of what life should be, pretty much sum it up in don't be a dick. Okay? <laughs> no, really, really. There are really only three laws that you need on, on the books. Don't hurt anybody. Don't take their stuff and do what you promise you're going to do. That's it. Right. That's it. If you really boil it down, you can find pretty much any complex solution can be resolved by going to one of those three laws. Those but, 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 but. 
those particular three laws begin in the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. Don't hurt anybody. There's an, there's an admonition against murder. The, don't take their stuff. There's an admonition against stealing and coveting, right? You, the idea that you have to honor your commitments. So when I say that, when I say that there's three laws that are independent of the religion, those three laws are a result of the religion that was baked into the structure. It was baked into it. There's no way to remove it. And and if, and if they're trying. Yeah. And when you do that, what you find is the entire structure falls apart. When you try to take morality out of a republic, then the republic dissolves because mm-hmm. you cannot legislate morality. And the more you try to do that, the faster the thing comes apart. Yeah, indeed. You can't legislate. But, I mean, the whole point of making legislation is to legislate against immorality. You can do that. I mean, all laws basically to 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 stop to sanction against somebody transgressing against somebody else. So there's going to be moral implications of that. But you can't you can't morally make a law says that you have to um, you know do this abiding by some person. Like no, it's you can't do this against somebody. So well, let me split hairs with you here mm-hmm. because because this is a really interesting discussion. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that there are, well, there may be, but I don't believe there should be or were intended to be any laws that had anything to do with a person's morality. The law should have to do with their actions. And the reason that morality is not legislated in the Constitution is because who defends, who's, who defends what's, who defends who's offended by what, right? Mm. The, the, the primary objective, the primary belief was that freedom is a God-given right and the more free people are, the better the happier they will be. Won't be perfect, obviously, but that's that's the direction we want to go. So there's no real legislation prior to the 60s, right? And and this is a perfect example. Right? This law that, that passed doesn't do it's a it's a PR campaign. It doesn't accomplish anything. You can't legislate somebody's morality and right. you can't legislate your opinion. You can legislate mm. against specific acts, right? Assaults, murder, all the rest of it. But again, you kind of come back to the to their, to the original premise was that was that the founders were were a product of a highly probably you think historically the most morally dedicated uh, people in the world and and they were convinced that 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 morality was based on Christian religion and that's why we're allowed to have all this freedom. Look, if you look at Islam, Islam, for example, prohibits any number of things because they believe it because they, they believe that an individual is essentially a slave, right? That they that they are incapable of governing themselves. Therefore, alcohol is forbidden, music is forbidden, holding hands is forbidden, this is for ga- gambling is forbidden, so and so and so and so and so on. It's all forbidden because th- their their opinion of what a person is is a much lower opinion of what a person is according to Christianity. Christianity basically says, hey, look, man, there's Vegas, right? Gambling, whoring, drinking, all of those things. It's there, and we're not going to legislate it out of existence. We are going to assume that your internal conscience, your internal connection to to Jesus, your internal connection to the values, will prevent you from falling into sin, but we're not going to legislate against it because we can't, because it, it because it's not of this kingdom, right? It's not part of the, this kingdom. the The real world exists as an endless series of temptations, and the I think the the 
not, not just the intellectual genius in terms of how the country was built, but the moral genius behind the United States of America as an idea is that is that understanding that you cannot make a government or laws that will or should affect how people think. You can only make laws against what people do. And as long as those laws are limited to actions that cause direct harm to others, you're pretty much okay. But once you start making laws that force you to do things like, oh, I don't know, wear a mask for two years, let's just say as one example, right? Now you're in an area where where the whole thing starts to erode. And so to, to, at least for me to close this circle, this is why we do the show. This is why we have this company, right? Because, because this is not a political battle. It's not a political battle. It's not a legal battle. It's a moral battle. It's a philosophical battle. And the more people know about the principles, the more attractive those principles become. This is the inverse of, of progressivism, where the more they know about what people really want to do, the less they like it. Indeed, man. And, and now, as you mentioned earlier, you know, things about like not stealing from each other, you know, even uh, or, or the pursuit of happiness. You know, you would even have, a, you know, homosexuals say that, well, aren't you guys stealing from us? You're not I mean, you're 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 robbing us of our pursuit of happiness. Who are you to stand in the way of it? And it's like, look, uh, what you guys want to do, that's between you. I know that you guys like to say what you do is your business. And I would say that, yeah, and the objective of a business is to grow. Right. You guys want to grow. Well, your business. That's certainly true. And a lot yeah. of times, you know, when you want to grow a business, a lot of times the businesses, they target the young. They want to sell those things to the young. Folks. But that is an act. Right. Yes. Okay, targeting the young is an act. And mm-hmm. this is why this is why the parents are, are showing up at the school board in such large numbers. Mm-hmm. I am astonished at the openness and the number of, of, of these uh Trans activist teachers. I mean, I'm just blown away yeah. by the number. It seems like every single classroom in America now is taking down the American flag and flying the gay pride flag. And every single teacher in the country, at least it looks that way. I know it's obviously not true. Grow that business. But it seems like every single teacher in the country has got purple hair and a nose ring. And, and their purpose is to find personal acceptance about my lifestyle from second graders. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm not about teaching them history or science or grammar or anything. I am such a child that I want these other children to openly approve of the decisions that I made. And this will allow me to influence them to become more like me. And they're very open about that. Yeah. They deny it publicly. Have you ever seen this thing on video uh, on, on YouTube? It's a, it's a giant mosaic chorus. You know, it's everybody singing together. It's got to have 35, 40 people in it. And it's all these gay teachers singing, yes, we're coming for yeah, your oh, children. Yeah, yes, yeah. Okay, now now we know where the fight is. Right, and they'll tell you that they're, they're not. And it's like, yes, they are. <clears throat> it's like, it'd be nice if they would be consistent, but they're consistently inconsistent. And, you know, but we're talking about a balance of liberty here. It's like, look, y'all want to do what you want to do. That's fine, but you can't force us to endorse it. You're making it our business. You know, so it, it's like... That's be, right. Be, That's it. That's it. Yeah. By, by bringing your values into the school, instead of teaching geology and you teaching... Uh, Anything trans, uh, you know, trans issues or or political issues or or sociology, or you bring in your political opinion on who, who the next president should be into a science class uh. or a history class or a grammar class. That is an act, and that act is different. That you can have your opinion, but when you start to 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 enforce your opinion on on other people, that is an action. And that action not only can be fought, should be fought, and should be fought to the death, because that's where the that's where the, the the nub of the issue is. You believe whatever you want to, and I'm 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 
very conflicted about the fact that my that my values mean that I have to accept the fact that I live in a society of people who hate all the freedoms that I love and are doing their best to destroy it. And the only consolation I have is that the alternative to this would be worse. If there's going to be an, a, 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 a moral a purity board, that's a bigger danger than this. So that, yes, I, as far as I'm concerned, you want to hate America, you want to do all these things, it's your business. But when you bring that into a classroom and start teaching that to children, especially since this isn't a, this isn't an elective, right? We're not talking about gender studies and all the rest of that stuff. Then that is an, that is an actual attack. You have crossed the line between minding my own business. Now you're minding my kid's business. Now you got a fight on your hands and, and a fully justified one and one that we should be fighting with all the power that we have. And, and yeah, we and we really need to show that uh, we're going to step up to the fight, y'all. Because you know these people want to do these things, and they want to do these on other people's time. They want to do it on other people's dime. They want to do it on other people's property. They talk about their rights to be able to express themselves. It's like, look, you do have the right to express it, but there's a balance to that because you're expressing yourself on somebody else's property. If I gave you this job, you want to wear the blue hair and, and and all the all sort of stuff like that, or wear. Uh, uh, prosthetic boobs and all that. Also, you do that on your own time, on your own property. But once you clock in, you on my property now. And I pay you to do this and I pay you to represent a certain way. So there's a lot of selfishness to go, or even in the classroom. Now, the, the, you know, you got people paying tax dollars to send their kids to school. So they're taking liberties with your tax dollar and say, hey, you know, uh, 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 you pay for this. And mm -hmm. the thing is, when we make these things law, it's one thing for a culture. We're going to have these things in the culture, folks. You know, mm -hmm. these people do these things in the culture, and that's one thing. But when you make it official, when you make it a law that we got to endorse this, that's a big middle finger to the Lord. You have said that we're going to take this law, the laws of men, the laws of heathen, and we're going to put this above your law, above, mm -hmm. the, above the, uh, the law of nature's God, right? You know, so it's like God's like, look, I authored nature, man. This is how things work in nature. And of course, if you want to rebel against that, there are going to, there are going to be moral implications and you are going to experience societal decay. Right. And it will happen. It will start to happen quite fast. Like we talked about, it's just going to it's going to downward spiral. It's cause symptom, cause symptom. And it's going to feed each other and it's going to it's going to grow big and it's going to become more of a problem than people even realize right now. So, folks, this what's happening to us. It's not just expensive financially. It's expensive morally. It's expensive. It's expensive spiritually. And uh, after all these expenses are made, man, we hope that y'all still got some change left over to bring over to BillWhittle.com, right? Because we are trying to do our part. Hey, this this battle needs to be funded. And uh, so we hope that you get on over to BillWhittle.com so we can do our part and you know bring these narratives in in ways that you know connect with other people you know whether we can connect with them on an emotional level imagination but we won't take advantage of those things without making that connection to deliver the truth that's what we want to do so we hope that you guys support and we thank you for y'all who do all right we'll see you at billwiddle.com good night